0: Hi friend, so I have an interview for you today, and this is going to be so much fun uh, because I'm taking you behind the scenes with one of my students, Lori Maynard. She is just wrapping up my School of Influence course, and with only 400 followers in seven days, she has made $7,000, and she has been trying to monetize her social media for four years with zero success. So we're going to go into Lori's story, what she has been doing the past couple months, what she has done to completely shift her social media around to, you know, start getting more engagement, know how to create content for an ideal client, um, you know, her presence and showing up and just her energy behind her efforts with her social media. So let's dive into this interview. Uh, Before we do, I do want to let you know we do have a new School of Influence enrollment starting on August 17th. Applications for that are opening up on August 5th. So that's coming up really quick. If you are someone who is struggling with social media, particularly Instagram, you feel like you're putting in the work and you're not seeing that come back to you in terms of money or clients, maybe you're confused on how to use the platform, you don't know how to show up, you don't know what type of content to create, this is what School of Influence is all about and uh, you're going to hear from Lori with this. But if this is something that interests you, go check out onlineinfluenceschool.com. There's a wait list open now if you're going to look at this before August 5th. If it's after August 5th that you're listening to this, uh, you'll be able to see full details on what the program is all about. So let's dive into this conversation. Okay. I am so excited for this episode here today because I have Lori uh, with us. Say hi, Lori. Hello. So uh, Lori is just wrapping up our School of Influence program. And I think it's so cool that you're in this program because our relationship goes back, you know, back to when I was a fitness coach. And I think we first came into contact like 2013 or 14 or something like that. Oh, yeah. I was back. Yeah.
1: 2012, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Right after my second baby.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so cool. We've always kept in touch. And now you're in another program of program of mine. And you have completely rocked this program. And I want to ask you lots of questions. I want to dive in. I want to give some awesome value for our listeners here. Um, but let's just, for a little bit of context with this, how long would you say that you were showing up on social media and marketing yourself um, up until the course?
1: Oh, I want to say inconsistently, probably about three years, but very sporadic, not like fits and spurts really for
0: me. Yeah. Yeah. And did you ever gain clients from that, from that effort?
1: No, not really.
0: Yeah. Uh, And this is so cool. So, you know, three years of, you know, maybe it wasn't consistent effort, but you were showing up and you were creating content and you were marketing yourself and not being able to get any clients. And now, you know, we were just having a conversation before we hit record and you're about to bring in about $7,000 from one marketing campaign that you did after doing so much foundational work through the course. Um, So I want to talk about the work that you've been doing uh, throughout the course and what you've been learning, but let's give the listeners a little bit of a background. So, you know, who are you? Where do you live? What is your background with, with fitness and your business? Um
1: so I started out as a physiotherapist and I owned my own clinic for many years and then when I started having my little ones I I didn't love it enough to leave them in daycare and go back to the office setting so I sold the clinic and I stayed at home um which definitely was a struggle cuz I'm used to helping people and seeing people and then just sitting at home with the kids they kept me busy but I didn't feel like I was Giving anything into the world anymore. So I got my personal training, nutrition, um, Pilates. I just dove into learning everything, and I began my business out of my house. um, Still with physio, but also coaching people, um, mostly moms with their babies, because that's where I was at. And uh, yeah, so I built my a new business, training moms to get their their bodies back after babies,
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and. Was it from COVID hitting that you realized that the online space you really needed to pay more attention to?
1: Yes. It was a huge, huge wake up call for me because my gym is in my house. So right now I can't have anybody coming in my house. This is where I live with my children and my husband. So um, I really had to shift and go, okay, I've wanted to do stuff online for years, but never put any effort, never had the time, kept making excuses. So this time it was like, no, no, no more excuses. Let's get moving on this, but I needed help.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So before coming into the course, you know, what did you think that you needed help with or what you know, disconnects did you see um, or, or stuff that wasn't happening with your content that you were, were hoping you know, for some success with?
1: Well, I was being more consistent with my posts, but again, I wasn't getting engagement. I wasn't really reaching anybody. Um, I just kept putting out facts because, you know, everybody needs to know stuff. Um, but I was not, it wasn't targeted um, and I really wasn't gaining any traction with it. So that's when I realized, no, I'm doing this wrong and I'm doing a lot of work and it's not working. So yeah. something needs to change.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I bet so many of our listeners are going to be really interested in this conversation because like you, I get into conversations with a lot of you know coaches or fitness professionals and they're like, I'm showing up, I'm doing the work, I'm creating content. Like, what the F is happening here? Because I'm not getting any traction. I mean, you're making workout videos, like you were showing up. Oh yeah. Daily,
1: so, but yeah. nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. And Thank then you. I mean, and then you started having traction, I would say about six weeks into the course, like everything like really started to, to shift for you. Yes. So take a, take us into like what has happened in the last, you know, three months that has completely transformed your social media.
1: Um, I what I learned was that I really wasn't talking to anybody before. Then I finally kind of really narrowed down who I wanted to speak to. I really found my niche for a better word. And I realized that, yeah, it's it's moms that are struggling, moms that are overwhelmed. Um, so once I started to really dive into speaking to those moms, and attaching stories and attaching more about who I am and my struggles into my posts and my stories, that's when I started to get engagement. It wasn't just throwing facts out anymore. It was actual stories, personal insights um, with this is what you can do to help yourself, but it was a lot more personal and targeted than I'd ever done before. And that's what got the engagement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think a lot of people, they think they just need to show up or they think they just need to give educational content. Um, and you know, I've said to you and the other students many times, like there's a lot of noise out there, but there is not a lot of competition when you allow like your true self to come through your content, share personal stories, really figure out who you want to connect with. Um, because you know, I can even notice a difference in your energy and the way that you show up, um, a difference in your writing now. And once you have like that clear vision of who you're speaking to, it's like, I'm sure you have content ideas, like coming out of your ears. Yeah. Ages of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Good. So what does it feel like now to create content, knowing you have that clarity versus before when you were still showing up and creating content?
1: Um, way less stressful. Um, I'm not, as I said, I'm not searching for ideas anymore. They're just there. Like I'll be walking down the street and I'm like, Oh, I can talk about this. Oh, I can get something, you know, my everyday life, I get info and different posts out of me just working around with my kids and struggling to be a mom and a wife and a business owner and doing everything. That's where all my stories and my posts come from now. It's not, oh, what piece of education can I give people today? Hmm. You know, like now I actually have valuable information to share and stories to go with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So why do you think you weren't sharing who you were or your life before?
1: Well, I, you know, insecurities, um, not really thinking that anybody wants to hear about my boring life. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like just, I've always been a shy person. So to put myself out there, it wasn't on high on my priority list, but when I started to, it made a huge shift. And I realized that no, people want to know that I'm like a real person and with real struggles and that I get them. And that's what gets the engagement is because I understand where they're coming from. I'm not just this person behind the screen giving you information. I'm, yeah. I'm a person who has struggles and sometimes doesn't win her day and sometimes she does. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, And I think Sometimes it's really hard for people to realize because if you look at like old school marketing, uh, you know, magazine, TV, that type of thing, where you have to seem like you're a professional and you have to be like the, the top expert. And there's almost like a persona of authority that you have to show up with. And you do sort of have to do that online, but it has to come across as like, I am an everyday person. I struggle with things too. And you almost put yourself on the same level as the people you want to talk to, but that you have the answers in order to help them. And I think a lot of people think when they're marketing or promoting their business, like they got to be perfect and they got to know everything and they got to have everything figured out in their life um, and not be struggling with anything. And it's Mm -hmm. actually the opposite when it comes to social media marketing.
1: Yeah. Well, there was one uh, class that we had together when I think you asked, how did we want to show up on in social media? And I said, I want to be the mom next door that people come and chit chat with. And that that's that's it. That's who I am. Um, Rather than being this professional who knows it all and, you know, is perfect body and everything. I'm like, no, I'm just the mom next door who's got some answers that can help you out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that was like so gold for you too. Um, and that's something that everybody has to ask themselves. Like when they're showing up online, like there's a personality and a persona that you kind of need to take on. And it's not that it's anything that's not who you are. It actually is more authentic to who you are. Um, because you're like, this is who I am and this is how I'm going to show up. And if we meet in person or online, I'm going to be the same person. Um, and I just want to be your friend and help you. Um, and especially like with the moms that you want to help who, I mean, you don't do radical body transformations for women and you really just help them move better, feel better in their life, give themselves permission, uh, to make themselves a priority and just feel better in their life. Uh, And they need that mom next door type of personality in order to connect with.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's what's shown in my social media engagement is, is that.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, So tell us about like your strategy every week with creating content, like what goes into maybe like a thought process or what type of content do you post? Um, I tend
1: to do it the week before so that I'm not feeling stressed and that I have to put something else out there because then the ideas don't come. So if I'm in a space where I'm just sitting thinking, um, now I take extra time in the mornings and I go sit and I sip my coffee and peace and quiet in my backyard and, Just listen to the birds, and that's usually when things start to come to me. Or it's when I'm crazy running around with the kids, and you know it'll be like, oh, I can write about this. So then I'll jot it down, and then when I have a moment, then I'll put it all into an actual post. But generally, I try not to be stressed about it. I try to find that creative time where the just the ideas come to me, and generally, it's comes from my life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like my everyday life.
0: Yeah, and that's the best content generating because it doesn't take a ton of thought process.
1: No, it's yeah. just little ideas. Or, or if I'm walking, like I'll walk on the treadmill, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, so I hop off and I write it down, and then I hop back on. So yeah, it's it's those moments where I'm just sort of with my own thoughts that things come up.
0: Mm-hmm. And you've been getting on video and speaking.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think when I like- first said that, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. But I have been stepping outside the box.
0: Good. Honestly, every client I work with, they're the same way. They're like, oh, I know I need to get on video, but I don't want to. I feel icky. Uh, so let's talk about that process because there are so many people listening to this. They're like, I know I need to get on video, but I just can't, uh, which mm-hmm. is the, like the position that you were in. So yes, what were some things that like? helped you or your process or like just kind of take us behind the scenes there
1: um well everything i'm gonna say gets typed up and blown up so i can see it because if not i'm just gonna lose my train of thought um and i went so the first couple of weeks we did them i didn't realize that you could just cut it and then put it all together so that it's it. It didn't have to be one full video. Mm -hmm. My first few were one full videos. And trust me, I did like 50 takes because I kept messing up and I have to race and go back. And then somebody said something on a call saying, oh, but you can do a couple of different takes and then put them all together. I'm like, oh, brilliant. (laughs) So I don't have to say it all at once. Um, So that really took the stress off. So then I would do it in little chunks just so that I would feel a bit more confident. And now, since I've done it a few more times, I feel much more confident. It really is. Get out there, do it, suck at it. It's okay. Keep doing it because it does get easier, does get better. Um, yeah. And now I'm like adding little props and things. So yeah, it's. but it's it, you just have to do it. You just yeah. have to do it.
0: I know. I talk so much about video and like, even through this podcast and many episodes on it. And like, there's nothing more for me to say than other, like, you just got to get into the action. Like you're never going to feel ready. The nerves are never going to go away. Yeah.
1: No, like nerves. Like I would go sit down. Nope. I have to walk away, go do something else. Come back. Nope. Nope. Still not ready. Go away. Come back. Now I don't have to do that as much anymore. But in the first one, I think the whole one video took me all day. Mm. all day
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: my husband is like what the hell are you doing I'm like I'm trying to do a video
0: But that's the process and so many people don't see the process, right? They're seeing people like they see what you do as a like here posting to the world, posting to social media, and they don't realize like everything that went on behind the scenes in terms of like emotions and setbacks and sabotaging and all that stuff. I don't
1: even think I slept the night before. just thinking about it. It was like, oh my God, this is just so
0: stressful. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that because I hope everybody listening to this who's afraid of video is kind of like having a sire relief um, that they're not alone. Um, And I love what you said there about, you know, at first you were, you know, obviously typing everything out, knowing what you're going to say so that there is some confidence there. Um, And then, you know, being able to chop it up and just kind of focus on like, let me just get on video and like speak. And now that you're getting more comfortable with it, it's like, let's bring in some props. Let's figure out like how to change my pitch and my tone and my energy and, you know, my, my presence within the video. And I think far too many people are, they're looking at people that are like 10 years ahead of them who are, look a lot polished on video and they got a lot more experience behind them and they're judging themselves on like someone's 10 year uh, process of doing video. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, with people just getting started, it's like, let's just get on video and talk and hit record and make sure I get a message out. That's like step number one. Step number two is getting more comfortable with that. And then now let's bring in like some energy and props and jazz things up a little bit. So yeah. Like even
1: now looking at my video from just the other day that I did to my first one, there's just difference. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'm getting better. (laughs)
0: Yes. 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 And you have to put yourself in those beginning phases. Uh, So why weren't you getting on video before? Was it just out of like nervousness or not wanting to do it?
1: Yeah. Pretty much just like nervousness. Not that I didn't want to, I just... Yeah. The the nerves got the better of me and I would just be like, nope, nope, that's okay. I'm not going to do that. I'll just keep posting.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did it feel like when, because it was kind of like this one week happened where it was like something shifted and you started to get like all this engagement and DMs and just your, your social media came alive basically. Um, and that's what I think a lot of people like they know their social media is dead. Like nothing's happening, but like, they just don't really know what it feels like to have an alive social media. So what did that feel like when like the engagement went up and the DMs started coming in and you're like, Oh, Hey, this is different.
1: Yeah, it was, it was exciting. And it really lit a fire inside me because I knew I was finally reaching people and that they were, they were engaging with what I had to say, that it validated that all the work that I had put in and all the information I was giving out was finally hitting home with people and that it was worthwhile enough for them to write back and say, hey, this is really good or I love this or whatever. So yeah, it kind of validated all the work I had put in, finally reaching the people I wanted to reach. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it felt amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. Like, I mean, we don't want to keep showing up and creating content if we feel like we're talking to nobody. Um, and and I think far too many people, and you, maybe you were in this cycle too, where it's like you don't know any better and you don't know any different. So it's like I'm just going to keep doing what I've always been doing, or maybe looking around at other people's accounts and maybe trying to model some things. Uh, both, but without that foundational work of knowing like who is my audience and who is my ideal client and what is my message and what is the problem I solve. Then the content you're creating doesn't ever actually land with anybody. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It was it was all over the place. Like I would talk about nutrition, then I would talk about this, then I would talk about that. Like there, but there was no purpose. There was no general feel about it. Now, if you look at my my you know, like my Instagram, there's a general feel of what I'm talking about and what I'm all about. Yeah. And that wasn't there before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it makes and, a huge difference. And what's really cool is I mean, you don't have a huge followship. And I think There's a lot of people like they're like I need like ten thousand followers. I mean, how many followers do you have? Like, I think I'm around
1: like four hundred now, ish, three something on Instagram, four something on Facebook. Yeah,
0: yeah. And and that's the thing. People like I need more followers. I need more followers, and they're chasing like a metric. But if you're if you're not even creating content for a specific person, then a your followership is not going to grow, and then b you're not going to convert those followers. And I mean, you know, 400 people. I mean, I don't need 400 clients. You don't need 400 clients. Uh, and this is where I think people get they're tripped up on the numbers and the vanity and like almost that ego of like, hey, I have 10,000 followers or they think that they need all those followers in order to monetize it. Uh, But it's been so cool to see you, you know, have such a small following and the engagement go through the roof. And, you know, you're about to take on tons of clients and make, you know, you're about to make $7,000 online that you've never, ever made before. Very Um, exciting. And and you're in sales conversations now. So now that you've gotten to the, the actual like forward marketing and selling process online how has that been for you with actually actually really promoting yourself and saying like work with me like do you feel a difference in confidence
1: yes i probably would not be here doing these sales calls 3 months ago without having to do the work that we did together up until now now i have the confidence because i've built that rapport and because even working on this program that I built I've learned a lot over the past few months of who I want to talk to who I want to work with so the program is actually tailored to that that now I'm like I support this program completely and I know I can make results and so it's it's given me so much more confidence to finally say yeah this is how much it is this is what it's gonna do for you and there you go so I think doing all the foundation work has given, has also built just my confidence in my abilities, not just built my social media.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, I mean, it's hard for us to gain confidence when like we're in action and we're not seeing either, we're not developing and growing and we're not seeing that growth or we're not seeing the effect that we're having on other people with our actions. Um, And and until you actually really have that shift, like you just don't know any better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Good. Um, Anything else you want to share with our audience here? Um, Tips or help for anybody? Like if someone is stuck with their social media, if they're putting in the work, they're putting in the action and they just don't know like what the heck they're doing wrong and they're not seeing any traction, you know, like what would you say to them?
1: Uh, Definitely, definitely figure out who you want to talk to and narrow it down to like a small group of people and just get to know them really well. Um, Whether it's you five years ago or 10 years ago, or it's just really narrow it down and get what they're feeling so that you can tap into their pain points, their feelings, and really speak to them because that's when it's going to build that engagement. Because if you're just spewing information out into the world, nobody really, you're just going to get bypassed. But if you can grab attention to those specific people that you want to work with, and give them something valuable, you're gonna get engagement. That's that's the main thing that I've noticed.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, and there's also like you know levels of influence online. I think you saw it really uh, systematically with the way it's really supposed to go. You know, obviously we want engagement on our content first like you know likes and comments now mm-hmm. likes and comments don't really mean money in the bank but it's it's a level of influence so it's you know the likes go up and then you start seeing the comments go up and then the dms start coming in and then once you really have those that three uh, tiered system with likes comments and dms this is when you know you're actually getting attention and you can start monetizing that engagement mm-hmm. um, and i think you know Without understanding the the different levels of engagement or, or how we're needing to influence an audience, people think they're like, "I'm just going to do a post, and then people are going to come into my program or my offers." Um, but yep. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, but there's there's a relationship building. There's conversations that go on. Like it's there's a lot of that in between work that uh, that needs to happen before you know the clients actually come in.
1: Yes, and in your course the whole idea of taking everybody through a journey that really hit home for me as well. It's like, I'm not just, you know, poke, 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 come buy from me. It's, it's really, you're nurturing. You're taking them on a journey. You're saying, okay, this is where you're at. This is where you could be. And this, let me show you the way. And that is huge. You can't just be just sending out all these facts. (laughs) It's like you really have to nurture all your, your followers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, the way I look at Instagram and, you know, even what I've, what I've taught you, it's like, you know, I'm building a hub for this specific type of person with this problem. Um, and it's usually a problem that I've been through because that makes the best coaches. Right. And I'm sure like, you know, this too, like if you've been through something and you're on the other side of it and you have help and advice for people, you know, you just, you create that content for that older version of you. Mm -hmm. And that's what I do. Like with my social media, and with all my programs, I'm like, if I had this five years ago, like I wish this was out there. And that's, that's what I create with everything that I do. And, and when we can do that, it becomes a hub for people to want to come to and come back to and engage with the content, as opposed to it just being a bunch of like random stuff and not even targeted to anybody. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Good. I'm so proud of you, Lori. Like, oh, it's, thank you. It's so exciting, especially because we've known each other for like seven, <laughs> I, eight years.
1: That's true. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, we even did a bit of network marketing together as yeah. well. Um, And it's just so cool to like see that light bulb go off in you, um, mm-hmm. and when the light bulb went off on you, even like in our group calls, like there was a glow about you, there was a spark about you. There was you held yourself differently. Like there was confidence. Um, like you just like you got it. Yeah, um,
1: I finally found my passion. It yeah. was like. Bing. <laughs> I got it. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I love that word passion because if if you don't have passion for the message or the people you're serving, then why the heck are you even creating content? Like yeah,
1: it falls you, flat. It's yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Anyways, thank you so much for coming on here, Lori. You're um, My it, pleasure. It, yeah. It's been great for you, to, you know, to share your wisdom and your experience uh with all of our listeners here. Cause I know that, you know, Instagram and social media, like it can be frustrating. Like it's You've been there, like it is oh yeah, fru- it's frustrating. you're putting in the effort and you don't know why it's not working um, and most of the time it's not the fact that you're not showing up it's just like there's small little like tweaks in the content and the messaging that make the biggest difference for sure, uh, yeah, and sometimes people think they just need to show up more um, but without that foundational work and and really the the context behind your content, then it just it falls flat so. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm you're so proud welcome. of you. Um, you're in a huge sales cycle right now. so I'm I am. I'm <laughs> excited to see what the end result of that all is um, and to continue to see your growth. So thank you so much, Lori. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Oh, goodness. It just fills my heart and puts a huge smile on my face uh, hearing stories like that and actually like hearing the relief from my students after so many years of trying to, uh, you know, grow a following and, and, and a community online and ultimately be able to gain clients from that community. Uh, So if School of Influence is something that has sparked something in you, um, you know it's something that you want to work on, you really want to take your Instagram to the next level so that your efforts are actually worth your time in terms of growing your business, clients, uh, and your income, go check out OnlineInfluenceSchool.com. I've also left you a link down below in the show notes. You can check it out, apply, let's have a conversation and see if this is for you you.